0: A reading from the letter of Saint Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, we though many are one body in Christ and individually parts of one another. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us exercise them. If prophecy in proportion to the faith, if ministry in ministering, if one is a teacher in teaching If one exhorts in exhortation, if one contributes in generosity, if one is over others with diligence, if one does acts of mercy with cheerfulness, let love be sincere. Hate what is evil. Hold on to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Anticipate one another in showing honor. Do not grow slack in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Endure in affliction. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the holy ones. Exercise hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Have the same regard for one another do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. The word of the Lord. In you, O Lord, I have found my peace. O Lord, my heart is not proud, nor are my eyes haughty. I busy not myself with great things, nor with things too sublime for me. Nay, rather, I have stilled and quieted my soul like a weaned child. Like a weaned child on its mother's lap, so is my soul within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord, both now and forever. disciples, and you will know the truth, says the Lord.
1: Dominus Vos Viscum.
0: Etum Spiritum
1: Lectio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Lucum.
0: Gloria Divi, Domine.
1: One of those at table with Jesus said to him, blessed is the one who will dine in the kingdom of God. He replied to him, a man gave a great dinner to which he invited many when the time came when the time for the dinner came he dispatched his servant to say to those invited come everything is now ready but one by one they all began to excuse themselves the first said to him i have purchased a field and must go to examine it i ask you consider me excused and another said i have purchased 5 yoke of oxen and am on my way to evaluate them. I ask you, consider me excused. And another said, I have just married a woman, and therefore I cannot come. The servant went and reported this to his master. Then the master of the house, in a rage, commanded his servant, go out quickly into the streets and alleys of the town, and bring in here the poor and the crippled, the blind and the lame. The servant reported, Sir, your orders have been carried out, and still there is room. The master then ordered the servant, Go out to the highways and hedgerows, and make people come in, that my home may be filled. For I tell you, none of those men who were invited will taste my dinner. Oh. In a couple of weeks, in the United States, many people will be celebrating Thanksgiving Day. And people have already begun to make plans and preparations for that day, and will be traveling for perhaps hundreds of miles uh, to be with family and friends that they have not seen in a while. And there are a variety of events and activities that people do on Thanksgiving, such as watching football and watching one of the parades on TV. And yet everybody knows that the main highlights of that day is the feast, in which we hope hope and pray that all families, including the poor, can participate in some way. And in fact, we remember the poor not only at this time of year, but throughout the year. And And we should do what we can to make sure that they too can partake of a meal. But generally speaking, meals, feasts, and banquets are enjoyable not only because of the delicious food, but because of the companionship we share with the people around the table. We enjoy the company, the camaraderie, the conversation, the joking, the laughing, and even the friendly banter. And this is not to say that every Thanksgiving experience is enjoyable. You know, some years we have bad experiences where it seems like nothing is going right. The food's terrible and everyone's fighting. For our our present purposes, I would simply invite everyone to think about their most enjoyable Thanksgiving, when when everything or nearly everything went right and everyone got along. And these are hopefully the good memories that we cherish throughout our lives. And as important as feasts and banquets are to us today, they were just as important to the ancient Jews. In fact, sharing sharing meals with others was an essential part of their religious practice, from the Passover meal to the weekly Sabbath meal. Meals were not merely an occasion of eating for the sake of bodily sustenance, but of sharing in communion with the other people at table. It is assumed that those who share a meal with one another are not enemies. After all, we do not usually eat with those who hate us or want to see us dead. The sharing of a meal necessarily implies love, fellowship, friendship, and goodwill. We dine with those whom we love and who love us in return. And in today's gospel reading from Luke, Jesus is having a meal at a leading Pharisee's house. Now, for the most part, the Pharisees are usually a part of Jesus' opposition, yet our Lord shares a meal with his supposed enemies. And while at table, Jesus tells a parable about taking the lowest place. And then he says to the man who invited him that he should invite the poor, the maimed, the lame, and the blind, instead of his family or friends. In other words, he should invite those who cannot repay him rather than those who can repay him. And he will be rewarded for his generosity at the resurrection. And upon hearing these words, someone at table is inspired to say to Jesus, blessed is the one who will dine in the kingdom of God. If it is the case that Jesus, that Jesus is encouraging the leading Pharisee to do something so generous and magnanimous as invite the poor and the crippled, those who cannot repay him, then it must also be true that the banquet in the kingdom of God must be more wonderful than anyone can imagine. Those who are given the privilege of dining in the kingdom of God include such generous souls as this, as well as those who are usually excluded from banquets, such as the poor and the crippled. And then Jesus launches into a parable about a man who gives a great banquet. Those who had been invited are told that the banquet is ready for them, and yet they come up with different excuses not to attend. They choose to attend to other matters instead of coming to this incredible banquet. They do not seem to fully grasp what they are missing. The banquet of the kingdom of God is not like any ordinary banquet on earth. If we think of our fondest memory of Thanksgiving or the best meal that we have ever had, the banquet of the kingdom is infinitely better in comparison. It is the grandest, most joyous banquet imaginable. Now notice that those who give excuses are not necessarily going after things that are evil. There's nothing wrong with purchasing a field and inspecting it. or or purchasing five yoke of oxen, or getting married. You know, those who are invited to the banquet ask to be excused so that they might attend to things that are good. The problem is that they are choosing to attend these lesser goods to the detriment of a higher good. To enter this banquet, it is necessary to be detached from lesser things with the sure hope that the Lord has something far superior in store. Those who are invited must choose to leave behind lesser goods if they wish to come to the banquets. And sin does not, usually does not entail the, the direct choice of an evil. You know, it's not like a person just wants to do evil. But the choice of a lesser good to the detriment of a higher good. You know, we usually want to choose what is good or what we perceive to be good. A person who tells a lie doesn't usually do it because they simply want to lie. But because they are clinging to a lesser good, such as self-preservation or the exhilaration of lying. Perhaps maybe they do enjoy lying. But they're choosing that over a higher good, such as reverence for the truth or personal integrity. A person who overindulges in food is usually not trying to just be gluttonous, but they are choosing a lesser good, the pleasure of eating, over the higher good of health or of sharing food with others. The Lord challenges us to embrace not merely a temporal good that gives fleeting pleasure and then fades away, but a transcendent good that instills in us a deep abiding joy that lasts forever. It is the joy that can come only from love and communion with God and with the saints. And this is the love and communion that is far reaching and all embracing. And as we see in the parable, the original invitees have excused themselves from the banquet. And so the master has all this room And he sends out his servants to bring in everyone in the streets they can find. The poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. And even after bringing all these people in, there is still room at the banquet. The extent of God's mercy and love for all people is boundless. The sheer magnitude of this banquet shows us that God has a desire to pack his house. He wants to bring into the banquet as many people as possible. His love is unlimited. And it is this limitless love of God that we as Christians are called to communicate to all people. Since it is God's desire that all people be saved and brought into this banquet of the kingdom, then this should be our desire as well. And in the first reading from Romans, St. Paul reminds us how all Christians constitute one body in Christ and how we all have unique gifts and talents that are to be utilized in the building up of this body with more members. He tells us to let our love be sincere and to hate what is evil. We should love one another with mutual affection and anticipate one another in showing honor. We should rejoice in hope, endure in affliction, and persevere in prayer. We should contribute to the needs of the holy ones and exercise hospitality. He reminds us of the words of Jesus who tells us not to, <coughs> who tells us to bless our persecutors, not to curse them. We should be all things to all people, as we rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep the Lord invites all of us to this everlasting banquet and has given us the mission of proclaiming the good news of this banquet of God's love to all people. And so may the Holy Spirit inspire us to do so through our kind words of preaching and our good example.